Like, why are you acting like we're not friends? If we have a Christmas party this year, would you be my date? At your work? Mm-hmm. A thousand percent. <laughs> That'll be so awesome. Especially because I know what kind of gifts you guys get. I don't think we would get big gifts. Well, I mean, also because I like spending time with you. Okay. <laughs> Do you want to taste that burger now? Because we we're air. recording, baby. You heard it live on air. I'm going to the Amazon Christmas party. All ideas are Nasha's own. That's what she has to say. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's like a... Okay. Nisha's about to eat for the very first time the Beyond Meat Burger. And we are anxiously awaiting her response. Are you ready? Yeah. Talk about the texture. I'm having some and trouble cutting into it, so... She's also eating... That's um, part of the experience. Yeah. <laughs> some vegan provolone cheese. Here also she goes. Oh, it's a oh. little red in the middle. Is that okay? Yep. No real blood. Not meat. Ooh. Isn't that the most insane burger that's not made of meat that you've ever had? That's really good. Doesn't it taste like meat? Mm-hmm. That is definitely a step up from Boca Burgers. Oh yeah, it's fantastic. We can talk about the future. We could look back at our past. We can talk about all subjects with enthusiasm unsurpassed. Sometimes we'll talk in prose. Sometimes we'll sing in rhyme. But we will guarantee you will have a very rocking good time. It's the post podcast from the heart. Just you know, it's a work in progress. Yeah, it's just uh, it was beautiful. Uh, to we'll feel good, to. to feel good, we're eating the burgers, the Beyond Burgers. That's true. These are really, really effing dope. Mm. I also feel like we need a little more excitement in this room right now mm. for this podcast. So I'm going to ramp it up a little bit, right? I feel like we want to be like I mean, we'll really need to, into this. It's, this is yeah, a really good topic, you guys. Yeah. It's only the beginning. Maybe before we jump into the topic, we should introduce ourselves. So. Tom here, reoccurring co-host on the podcast. I'm very excited to be here tonight. And I am Lauren um, the regular old co- regular old host, and the show is Do Good, Feel Good Show. We talk about things that we're doing that are good for the world while doing things that feel good. And our live special guest is... Nisha. <laughs> You've heard her Hi. voice before on the exclusive. We should have deleted it up. <laughs> Thank God we deleted it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but my name is Nisha Bauer, and I'm um, an, a listener. Do Good, Feel Good. Number two, probably, listener of all time. That's absolutely not true. You have not listened to all the episodes. I have, too. No, you haven't. I've listened to pretty much all of them. Have you listened to Noma Stockes? <laughs> probably. No. I, I don't know if I have nicknames for them like you do. That's the title of I don't the episode. know what Noma Stock is. Oh, no mistakes. If you don't know what Noma Stockes are, you did not listen to the episode. <laughs> what are you doing to better the world, or what topic do you want to talk about that is good for the world? Is it going to be a heated debate? I'm just stalling as she chooses her food. I think it will be a heated debate. Sorry, I have a mouth full of the most delicious veggie burger in the whole wide world. I wish the viewers could just see a picture of this plate because it is a fantastic looking plate. Mm-hmm. Tell us about it, Tom. <laughs> oh, this plate. <laughs> now, the contrast between the olives and the burger is fantastic. And that sriracha mayo on top of the burger, that looks great. Mm-hmm. I hope your mouths are all watering. <laughs> okay, we're stalling <laughs> so that you can stop putting food in your mouth, but you're still doing it. So our topic is... Um, Service. Mm. So it's service around the world. Service in our communities. Is service actually good for the community? And in like what capacity is it? 
um, actually benefiting, benefiting the world or potentially hurting the world? Hmm, controversial opinions. So I guess it came up because um, I was driving home from our little adventure today. Um, Lauren and I went rock climbing and we were talking about how we were actually going to talk about something else during today's podcast episode, but then I had this epiphany about service and I was just thinking about um, a lot lately, I guess in general, not just today, but I've been thinking a lot lately about what I'm doing to better the world and if I um, have been giving back enough or actually been of service of any kind and I don't think I have been so much in the last year, so I think I would like to be and um, it just sparked Uh, I guess, a question in my mind that, like, what kind of service is the right kind of service? And I get all these emails from places that I've, I guess, signed up for their email programs and things like that to try to volunteer since I moved to D.C., but it's actually surprisingly hard to find places to volunteer. Are you a member of Habitat and Professionals of Washington, D.C.? I am. I haven't seen you at any of our events. You're right. I haven't been there. Sometimes (laughs) they, but they haven't had volunteer events. Those are, like, friend get-together events. Yeah, the builds are kind of far and few in between. Um, but, so I think the first thing we need to do is define service. Like, how are you defining service? I think I'm defining, defining service as a volunteer effort that you contribute your time to, not necessarily money. Um, I mean, you can also contribute money, but it also is more about time than it is about money, uh, to do better in your community or abroad or other people's communities. So it could be anything from volunteering as an administrator in an office for a nonprofit to going out there and like building a house to volunteering time to teach kids or pick up trash anything like that so you don't think you necessarily have to volunteer with an organization to be engaging in an active service I do think so you do yeah because you would volunteer for that nonprofit or for the organization that does literacy um, programs or for, yeah. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? I suppose it could also be like if you have a neighbor who needs help and needs to be tutored, Yeah, you could also right. do that. It doesn't necessarily have to be formal, Yeah, um, which is an interesting type of service. Yeah, I think like acts of service to me can just be like any nice thing that you do for someone. That's like pretty obvious, but I think you mean like more regular, oh, yeah. devoted time. I'm thinking about service is like enough. capital letter S, hmm. not like... Not, like, just acts of service, like, paying for someone's coffee at the coffee shop. Like, I mean, like, actual time devoted to serving someone in your community or a group of people. Building Mm -hmm. something better. Yeah. I see. Um, And I think for the purpose of this conversation, um, when I talk about service, I mean about, like, organized service. Like, you go with a group, like, um, a group to Dominican Republic and build houses together. Mm -hmm. Or you volunteer as at a hospital or you, yeah, things like that. Interesting that you should say the Dominican Republic. Mm-hmm. Because I'm leading a, a group of volunteers to the Dominican Republic uh, June 1st through 9th, and we're going to be building homes. It's the, invita- be the invitation still stands, Tom, if you're interested, <laughs> or if you remember me bringing it up at brunch. Oh. Will it happen? <laughs> and you said you're in, and you submitted your deposit of $2,116. That sounds exactly right, and we're very excited for this long week building houses in the Dominican Republic. But Nasha uh, kind of hinted earlier that she didn't think international service was beneficial to the community, which means have wasted a lot of time. I don't think that that's exactly what I was trying to say. I 
Um, I do think that it's more controversial than other types of service, I suppose. I guess my question is more so um, how how do we know that we're actually helping the community when we're not a part of the community? So how do we know that we're actually bringing them help that they need and that we're not actually taking away things that could have potentially made them grow Mm -hmm. later on? So like short-term outcomes as opposed to long-term outcomes, which I think is what a lot of service efforts focus on. Of course, there's other types of volunteers like the Peace Corps. I think that just their their method of service is really different and unique and obviously takes a lot of time because you go and are ingrained in a community and you actually get to know them. You take six months to like understand what their needs are and then you start developing a program. It's not just coming in, swooping in and like fixing things and then leaving and then you don't even know what you've left behind or like whose business you've put out of business because you came in and, you know, sold a bunch of shoes here and now like the local shoemaker doesn't have a, an income, yeah. things like that. I think it, it depends on the organization that you're serving with because, like, the Habitat National Organization that's, like, run by people who live in the DR and grew up there and they're ingrained in the culture all the time. But it's an organization that's run by volunteers and they don't have enough volunteers in the country to help the families build their homes. So they actually benefit a lot from having these groups come in. And it's also, like, exciting for the families that we're working with because a lot of them won't be able to travel, like, out of the DR because they can't afford it. But having these People come and volunteer from, like, all over their world. The world is, like, a way for them to travel and, like, learn about other cultures. But I do understand that, like, if you go in... I don't know, like, is there an organization that you have in mind? Like, Tom's or something? Or, um, I think... T- yeah. No, not you... But what is other Tom, not Tom <laughs> Other Tom. <laughs> well, I think it's more not that these programs can't be good. Just that it's a lot harder to have oversight and control over what goes on. And that can make it a lot harder to realize if you're doing good or not doing mm-hmm. good for the community. Mm-hmm. I do think it's organization-based, and I think that's kind of my point, is that just because you're going out and, like, quote-unquote, I'm using quotations in the air, doing service or, like, giving your time, like, are you doing it for an organization that actually aligns with your morals or with what's actually best for the community? I mean, I think that the sad truth is that a lot of these organizations don't actually give back that much, but I think the whole point of this conversation is just, like, do your homework, So Habitat, I do stand behind. I think that they have really good morals and they have kind of like a good foundation for how they do things and are really ingrained in the community, very community-based. There's other organizations that I don't want to like call out. Call them out. This is a. I don't even know if I've done enough homework to call them out. Well, call out what you've heard because I've I can talk about some rumors. Yeah, Yeah. we can can be real. Um, So I was in Dominican Republic, and that's just we're centered around that because a Lauren's going on her. But more importantly, but I'm also Dominican and my dad works in the Dominican Republic and does a lot of things geared towards service. And um, anyway, he, him and my mom um, kind of heed this big, heed the efforts of this bit. Is that the right word? Like they had the efforts, heed the efforts. I don't know. You know what I'm trying to They're not. It is today, baby. They don't benefit from it. They are the ones that go out and like are the, the builders of this big community um festival that is meant to help raise awareness about the environment and protecting our sea life in Dominican Republic and um eating the right types of fish because there's a lot of endangered species and things like that so um anyway I was there for the festival which is kind of a different topic and some of the people that 
are also part of the festival that volunteer are Peace Corps volunteers, there's nonprofits that are a part of the efforts, things like that. So it's a, an interesting time to kind of talk to people who are in the, you know, on the ground um, and I guess know the community really well and are kind of a part of the service life in DR, or at least for a short time they are. Um, anyway, so I spoke to a Peace Corps volunteer and it was really interesting to hear his perspective about service and how it's changed. Um, and I would love to like have an actual Peace Corps volunteer talk about this more, but because I wasn't, like my... I did teach English abroad, but it wasn't, it was like through a formal government-run program for that country. It wasn't like volunteering my time. I got paid a lot more than Peace Corps volunteers got paid, get paid. Um, but anyway, he has been there for, I think, a year and a half at the time, or had been there for a year and a half at the time, and he was talking about how he's seen different organizations come in and like just kind of destroy everything. Like they come in and like build quote-unquote things, and um, they actually end up just like, littering they get wasted every night and just like aren't very kind to the community they're kind of just very entitled and it was interesting to hear his perspective about how um his idea of service has changed because he has seen how like it really is a long-term effort it's like how do you help it's more about like helping one person especially in such an impoverished area you have a trickle effect happen as opposed to coming in and like bringing in all the troops and, like, making yeah. this thing for two yep. weeks or a week or whatever it is, and then you leave and you're gone. And you never they never hear from you again. Never check in on it, never anything. Yeah. yeah. Which I'm sure that the whole organization does, but you have, like, like you as an individual, are you really serving and making a difference by mm-hmm. being a part of that? This tape is ending in eight seconds. We have to pause. Sorry, I was good. That's why I was giving you those looks. Okay, so we're going to hear... Wait, Nisha, now Tom's going to elaborate on... He's going to provide the actual name of an organization that did some shit. And you are going to enjoy your burger. Thank you. <laughs> the most important part. So good. You have to sustain your body because you climbed hard, and we're going to talk about that next. It was a hard climb, man. Yeah, but I mean, we really are trying to get into organizations that misappropriate kind of funds and donations um, into personal gain and aren't really uh, contributing to any of the efforts that they say they're going to contribute to, and that's kind of one of the big things that you're talking against, is we don't want to be doing something where the end result isn't matching up with our expectations, what we think is going to happen, so we want to be careful in that regard. And it was uh, about six years ago, but uh, some of you may remember Coney 2012, kind of a flash-in-the-pan thing. It was a huge deal. It was trying to catch an African warlord, and there were lots of donations taken in. And at the time, there was a very uh, convincing, media-driven YouTube video that was kind of the centerpiece of this whole campaign against Coney 2012. And the idea was, we need to catch him this year, this is going to die out. And eventually it did die out, and um, at the end of it, really no one heard anything more. But if you looked into the kind of the financials, the main people that profited were the several people running the campaign, and almost none of the donations went to any of the causes that they said they were trying to fight against. Um, so you do need to be careful about where you're donating your time and money and everything. So that's why we want good organizations that we can kind of believe in and trust, right? Mm-hmm. That's kind of the root of it. Yeah, I remember when that was like super huge on in the video and viral and everything because mm-hmm. I like drink the Kool-Aid, ate the <laughs> bacon, whatever. Um, and I actually, like right after I graduated, this is going to date me, but right after I graduated <laughs> with my undergrad, I didn't know what I wanted to do next. So I applied to be a, it was Invisible Children. That yep. was. Yes, Invisible yeah, Children. Yeah, I applied yeah. to be an Invisible yeah. Children roadie. And I, I did Invisible Children. I like, um, in, in high mm-hmm. school, I hosted like this big, because all of the high schools in Puerto Rico had, like, this 
I don't know, they, they, I guess, had the opportunity to participate in, like, Invisible Children fundraising. Oh, and for my high school, I was like, I'm doing this. This is, like, really important work. So I, like, made all of my friends make cookies, like, oh baked gosh. goods, and make them. And I, like, I forced everybody to raise money for it. And I think we only raised, like, $500. I went to a very small school. But we ended up, like, going to, I remember very specifically going and staying the night on the grounds of, like, this really big high school in San Juan. And we, like walked, you know, yeah. miles around the school or the whole night. We, like, took turns doing it. Um, but I think as a whole, they raised a lot of money. Yeah, all but the schools, like, but this, it's not good. Yeah, like, you, like, all of this, these youth in America and probably all around the world were doing these similar fundraisers and giving their all, but, uh, like, apparently the majority of the fundraising efforts went to support these two dudes. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Because that's horrible. I killed myself no, to, like, didn't. make them raise money. I, like, you can ask my friends in high school, like, do you remember the time Get they them on the made phone. you make... Can we yeah, phone can them? We, oh, yeah. Can we phone them? It's they such don't a shame. Yeah. yeah, they lack <laughs> responsibility to be doing good, and it's something that really just kind of ruins it for yeah. the rest of the organization. And all of that money could have gone to an organization that was actually doing something yeah. meaningful. This is really nailing in your point. Yes. Yeah. So we didn't even know. <laughs> and this I, was not staged, audience. <laughs> we had no idea. I, like, totally forgot tell, that this happened. Should, I had no idea. Yeah. But... People forget, but I mean, like, it's, this probably happens way more often than just that specific example. Yeah, for sure. But... Um, not to make it about me, but I want to keep telling you about my invisible children's story. Keep going. Okay. Sorry, so, I no, so I, um, yeah, when I graduated in my undergrad, I was like, well, I don't know what I'm going to do. And then I saw the, the invisible children video and I was like, I'm going to serve the invisible children. And I like applied to be a roadie, which is basically when you travel around and go to different colleges talking about invisible children. And they did not accept me, so then I went to grad school. But anyways, like, I was so into it. I was like, I'm devoting my life to this organization. That so, could have been your life instead of Habitat. Could yeah. you imagine? How sad. Oh, man. Completely <sighs> different direction. And that's the whole thing is I wish that we had almost, you know how we talk about, because we still need this too, like financial planning classes for high school students or for college students, just like actual adult real life things that yeah. you need to yeah. know that we don't learn. I feel like part of that should be how to know how to do your research to give the right charities your money. Well, you can yeah. go onto things like GuideStar and like a few different like nonprofit review websites, and you can always pull like a like the nine ninety from from a nonprofit. So you could look at it, but I assume that they must have gotten so much money in that one year. I don't know if they like reported it like in a weird way that it just showed like it didn't show that administrative costs were mm-hmm. like. 90% or yeah. something, but you don't go no, do that before you... I feel like if it sounds like such a like it's an obvious thought. thing, though. Almost mm-hmm. like you should have a budget. Like, you should yeah. do your research on who you give your service money to, but... But you shouldn't... Ha- you want to believe that service organizations don't require you to investigate yeah. like, the budget. Like, they... Exactly. There should be a lot more transparency with that. There should be. But I just feel like we should have more more training I don't know not training but like education for young people around why it's important also to like if you're especially like in I guess maybe I don't know organizations could do it like you have a 401k Mm -hmm. maybe you can talk about how you can give your money also to charity (laughs) right I feel like that's kind of important I don't know well nonprofits are like constantly trying to reach out to people and educate them on that you know but at the same time... So what kind of education is that? Tell us about that. 
I mean, I don't work in the fundraising department, but, like, we're trying to always highlight, like, the opportunity to, like, leave an endowment or, like, leave a nonprofit in your will. Or we have, like, something oh. on our website that, like, shows, like, if your company doesn't match. So there's, like, a lot of ways that we're trying to reach out to you, but this, we as in the collective nonprofit world. Yep. But um, it's, it's still the, the nonprofits that are doing this, they could also have, like, bad intentions. Like, it could be, like, an invisible right. children mm-hmm. type situation. But I bet if you took, I mean, no one's going to go out of their way to take, like, uh, like a nonprofit financial management class or, like, a philanthropy class unless they're in the nonprofit management field. So it wouldn't right. just be taught in college. Why but do I mean, smiling? like, it's part of a personal finance class. Yeah, that would be awesome. Like, not, like, I'm saying, like, as an hashtag adulting thing, <laughs> like, if you're learning how to manage your own finances, it should also be part of it to, like... Okay. What percentage should you also be donating? So first we need to advocate to for having yeah. financial literacy courses in school at all. Right. And then yeah. once that gets approved, we need to go in there and advocate for teaching people how to donate to nonprofits. Exactly. So and granted, it's like a very percentage type of thing. Like you can't, right? Like, I mean, we're like lucky enough, I think, to be able to actually think about that and consider giving part of our yeah income yeah. to charity. Yeah. So I think we should feel very privileged for that. I Maybe agree. you can put in like a clap noise. Yeah. Oh, I can. I remember, I learned how to do that. <laughs> it, it's clapping. They can't hear us. Right. Good. We're all trying to yeah. do good things, not just like waste it away. Mm-hmm. As I open my next... <laughs> Isn't that so satisfying? That's a regular old water. (laughs) Woo! Woo woo! So, tastes like orange. (laughs) Okay, so the next thing I really wanted to talk about. Let me just. Okay, so one thing that's funny, I think, about Nisha and the last episode that was deleted. By the way, it was never deleted. It still exists. It better be gone. It's all No one will ever hear it. It's horrible. It is not our most listened to episode. And nobody needs to hear me whine about myself. <laughs> um, but the whole episode is essentially Nisha and I being like, and then we were talking about, well, and you were saying, and I, no, but it's just funny because we say, and then I said, and you were talking about, because I talked about, da, 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 da. it's just, it's just funny. We just like to talk about how we talk to each other all the time, because we're best friends. And you just said, what I also wanted to talk about was, so I was like, here we go, going down the talk about tunnel. All right, what do you want to talk about? I also wanted to talk about how. <laughs> All right, by the way, guys, it's a drinking game. Every time we accidentally say talk about, you gotta take a sip. I say Wait, it a mine's lot. empty. Go grab one. Go get yourself another one. Got to. Gotta stay hydrated. Yeah, gotta stay hydrated with water. <laughs> it's Lacroix. So it's in the fridge. Uh-huh. I'm. So, I can actually make Hannah a burger when she gets on the it. door. Yep. He found them, everybody. <laughs> Just. Just wanted to make sure you were updated. You, it took okay, him a so, long time because my house is so big. He had to go nice. down the large hallway, yeah, through the corridor, <laughs> and down the second level of stairs into the ba- the bathroom, and then he had to go into the outer courtyard, up into the pool house, back through the escalator, the walking really fast. path, and then he got to the kitchen, the yeah. second kitchen, he which did is it the closest. on his hoverboard, which is why. <laughs> That's how big my house, this is a big studio. It is a really big Never seen big a studio, studio this big. It's crazy. So big. Okay, what were you planning on talking about? So I. Cheers. Cheers. I don't know. I was supposed to make a sound like. Oh, okay. Let's do that. We can edit that back in. Talking about. (laughs) Ding. (laughs) 
So I feel just like really sad that I I haven't I haven't given back in the I think I was saying this at the beginning of the episode, but so I think just something that's really top of mind for me is how do I give back? So what kind of service should I look at doing? I have actually no idea. So I think it's something that I I need to do some more research on, but I did think it was really fascinating to know how many people um, suffer with illiteracy in the United States. So I think that I kind of like my answer to maybe not being so pro going to other countries for service. I think that maybe there's other programs we need to have globally um, that are more secure and like good for the world. But I think that more importantly, we should focus on giving service and giving back in our own communities. Um, and like I said, literacy is like a really big thing for me. I think um, being like the homeless problem in DC is huge. So I think that's a really big one. Um, some things that I'd call out is that DC, Maryland, and Virginia all have a lot of literacy coalitions. There's like three in Virginia, two in DC. I've like emailed all of them. So I think that's something that I'll probably do, but just for anyone out there looking to inter- to, to interview, looking to <laughs> volunteer. I will be interviewing friends to come with me. Please email Nasia. <laughs> There's a really important criteria. <laughs> you must be hot, single, and actually a man. <laughs> this is a date. We're going to read to each other. And you can't be interested in other men. You have to be interested in women. Yeah. That's an important qualifier. <laughs> so the... This episode's all about finding Nasia a date she can read with. Exactly. Finding me a date I can volunteer with. Volunteer. Okay. Volundate. Volundate. Someone who oh, wants to volunteer to be now my date. That would be a good dating app. <laughs> you volunteer volunteer together. That's such a good volunteer. idea. Yeah. Ooh. Volunteer. No, it's it actually a good date, right? What could Ooh, happen is okay. you volunteer to be someone's date to special events when they don't have a date. Like, Fallen date. Like you ordered. Like my holiday party. Does that uh, count uh, as a no, service? You, you legitimately asked me to do that. <laughs> we already have it on air and I'm going to your holiday party. I mean, you kind of cornered me into that. I didn't know you were recording. It just You saying. you asked out of nowhere. I just so happened <laughs> to have been recording it. And it was only because we were day. talking about my we were roommate's talking to- boyfriend who works for... The company I work for, oh. that's why it came up. Okay. So my brain is, works like that. It is my fault. I cornered <laughs> you into asking me to your Christmas party because I spoke about the fiancé of your roommate who you brought up. <laughs> Correct. I'm sorry. Emily, you can ask you're someone listening. else. <laughs> okay. Another shout out. But for real, Nisha, you are going to do literacy training? I'm going to do... Liter- I'm going to volunteer for the Literacy Coalition, I think in Virginia. So it's volunteering as a tutor for those who I, I guess can't read or is read it adult a, literacy or is um, it? it's mixed cool. so they just read at a lower level than they should be reading at but it's interesting because and I can actually read you maybe one of the emails that I got when well, I it's, talked to them we got 40 seconds so should we wait until Hannah gets here yeah let's wait till Hannah gets here alright y'all this episode is flying by I think we got some good stuff here though I'm very excited to hear this uh later yeah and also i hope you guys remember you're contractually obligated to share this on your social media i don't think you did that on your twitter last time tom well i'm ready to share this one all right cool bye (laughs) and we're back (laughs) hannah's in the room she decided she was going to be a live studio audience yes ha 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 she knows what to do (laughs) i didn't we didn't have to prompt her to be a laugher how's your burger hannah it's amazing it's the best burger i've ever had thank you lauren Thank you, Beyond Burger. She is quite the chef. 
Okay, well, I'll, I'll accept that compliment. Yeah, I just, just cooked the burger on, th- on three minutes on either side, and then I put a slice of provolone vegan cheese on it, coated it with some avocado, and then made a vegan a spicy mayo. If this is vegan, right, I don't want to be wrong. <laughs> oh, the only way you can be wrong with vegan is if you eat meat. Which brings me to our next segment, <laughs> Shit Corner. Shit corner. Dun, dun, dun. I'll plug in the Mario song because I'm not going to sing it again. <laughs> it actually goes like this. Like we are entering shit corner. There'll be much for us to, to say. say. Won't, you Won't you please, please join me in shit corner? We can make it night and day. Woo! That was so amazing. (laughs) (sighs) Okay, so anyway, shit corner. So this week, I have a little menu network. She's an AmeriCorps Vista, and she's like, here, Lauren, eat a bite of this quiche. There's only some cheese on the top. And I was like, all right, I might as well eat a little taste. And I took it. I took the bite, and I was like, wow, that's an interesting flavor. Like, what else is in it? And she's like, I mean, well, there's some turkey in it. Da, da, da. And I'm like, <laughs> I just ate some turkey. And she's like, that's okay. You eat birds, right? And I'm like, no. I haven't eaten birds since 2007. So it, was a, it, was a, it was a turkey quiche. And she's like, there's just some cheese on the top. <gasps> and she didn't tell me about the turkey. But was it real turkey? Or yes, was it was it... legitimate turkey. I forget to mention that. I haven't <laughs> yeah. eaten turkey in 11 years. Well, you don't eat dairy. She, she warned me about this. you eat this. chicken because that's not meat. <laughs> Anyways, out there, and I'd like to take this moment to say I'm sorry to Zach Bell for the time I sabotaged your veganism by giving you Morningstar meat that had dairy in it. But I didn't know. <laughs> like, I didn't know that had dairy in it. I had also been sabotaging my own for years. Turns out I actually was never a vegan. <laughs> so that's the real Stunning shit corner. <laughs> What's your shit corner? Um, I've, I'm having a hard time coming. State up your with name. A shit it's corner. hard for people to um, def- like hear your voice and know if it's Tom's or yours. It's because Lauren so. thinks that <laughs> that Tom and her sound the same, but really she thinks that her and I have similar voices. This is Nasha. We do have similar voices. I don't think air. we do. On the air, we do. <laughs> okay, we don't. Okay. So, What's your shit corner, Lauren? <laughs> I don't know, Nisha. What's your shit corner? Oh, you told us already. People are going to be so confused. No, okay. Especially with the song and our harmonies. Okay, for real. What's your for shit real. corner? This is Nisha, and I have not said my shit corner. The other one is Lauren's. Um, my shit corner. Um, I'm having a really hard time thinking of one, you guys. Tom, do you have a shit corner? feeling pretty good. You um, said it was the worst six hours of your life. I mean, it's a Saturday, and I had work, so... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, it's all good. Um, I don't know. Shit corn is kind of tough. Should I eliminate this segment? Some no. people like it. Some people don't. I think it's great. I feel like yeah. When, when we have a good shit corner, we are all we're all about this. Okay, but would you say having to work on a Saturday might be your shit corner? I would say so, but uh, like so that's it's still tough though, because like I you know we um we had our big project roll out today, so we bring a lot of new services to the individuals here in DC. So I feel really good about what we did today, and uh, that's your inner tickle and your shit. Yeah, I'd say it's more of an inner tickle. Like, yeah, working on Saturday sucks, but I feel really good about what we were able to do today and what we kind of accomplished. Can um, you talk about the software, or is it uh, 
set private information? Uh, semi. So I can talk about the public aspects. So my company um, is doing the tax software in DC right now. So we're going to bring a bunch of new electronic filing options to businesses where before they would have to file paper returns, um, which is kind of cumbersome, you know, we're in a digital age now. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I always say uh, we want a government that kind of has services that support us, and, and I feel really good about helping to bring those to, you know, just everyday individuals here in D.C. that are just trying to make it. So I think that's, you know, more I feel good about that rather than, yeah, it sucks I'd work a Saturday. I think that's I'd work every Saturday just to be able to provide that to people, you know. Snaps to Tom. Snaps. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so my shit corner. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> to talk about me again. <laughs> this is Nisha. <laughs> my shit corner. <laughs> Don't laugh at me. You might find her on the dating app, loudest laugh in the universe. Is that the tagline? <laughs> it's the loudest laugh on the East Coast. Thank okay, you very much. Sorry, not universe. We're not even on the East Coast, which is why it's yes, we are. hilarious. We're on the East Coast. We're like semi-East Coast. We're like almost We're not, East Coast. Well, else we'd be Mideast. But we're not even on the coast. We're on the east we're coast. Close we're pretty south. That doesn't we're mean we're on the not Union east. Line. Personality-wise, more south. You guys, we're on the Union Line. For I don't this know. We, until 2020, baby. Then we're, we're on the northern side of the Union north, Line. I don't right? know when the new president gets elected. <laughs> that won't be conservative or orange. Obama's coming back, <laughs> but his wife or his daughter can. She's not old enough. Michelle, 2020. Perhaps. Yeah, she would have to use a different, she would have to use her first name. Honestly, I just really want a woman who has no association with the past political officer run for president. Mm-hmm. Like, why can't it just be an independent woman who doesn't have a husband who was a president? That'd Amen. Yeah. Right? Wouldn't that I'm be amazing? That. Like, god damn it. Anyways, <laughs> I, my shit corner yeah, was that. <laughs> audience is liking it. My shit corner is that my car got, oh. um, smashed in by a tree branch randomly a couple weeks ago and it had a huge hole like my whole back windshield smashed and like shattered and it was the most crazy bizarre thing in the whole world sorry momo i just like swatted you like you were a bug but you're trying to eat the guacamole and that just isn't okay (laughs) (laughs) um anyway so my car got like my whole back windshield totally smashed and like shattered which is fine because my insurance I mean, I had to pay for it because it's my deductible, but it wasn't that expensive, and so I did, or whatever. It got fixed, but it turns out that the guy didn't clean all of the glass, and they told me he did, from my trunk, so now there's still, like, a shit ton of glass in my trunk, and my speakers aren't working. They're working, but they're, like, crickle, 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 like, when you put them on. Weird. Yeah. Do you think there's glass in your speakers? Either glass, or maybe they got wet or something when my... Thing broke because it had been there for like a whole day before I discovered that my car had a big smashed that's window. That's sad. So that's my shit corner because I have to figure out how I'm going to handle that, but it's like I'm not very good at handling real life things like this. <laughs> I take a really long time and then I procrastinate and then it's like we too much do. time has passed. Momo's trying <laughs> to eat some nacho chips that are as big as her face right now and it's really cute. It's so funny. Yeah. Looks unsuccessful so far. She's like, it wasn't good. She's like, I didn't really like that. <laughs> I like Momo's voice. So what's your inner tickle? My inner tickle is that Lauren and I went climbing today. Oh, yeah. I climbed 10-8 without Wait, stopping five, eight, or five, falling. Eight. A 5-8 without stopping or falling. It's called <laughs> a flash. Climb a lot. She flashed it. <laughs> I flashed it. 
And it was amazing. And you guys, um, a 5'8 is not very high up, or it's not a very, like, hard climb, I think, for a lot of climbers, but... Um, if you saw me climb a 5.6 and a 5.7, you would know why this is such a big deal. Yeah, because she gets really scared, like, halfway up the wall, and then, like, if she's climbing on, like... I didn't climb, by the way, Mom, when you listened to this. I was just belaying Nasha. <laughs> um, so, she got, like, to the side... Like, if she was climbing a route that was, like, on the side of the wall, and there was, like, an edge beside her that didn't have, like, any holes... I don't know how to describe this... She would be like, yeah. they don't like the fact that there's an edge here. Like, because it's, like, open. So, like, unless, like, you know how But you climb, would never be like, oops. Like, let me grab to this. I know, but it feels like my body is, like, suspended in open air. Like, where I could fall to the side. And then I'm like, my head hit something. I don't know. Even though you're falling into nothing. There's 100%. Yes, correct. It's an <laughs> but, incredibly irrational fear. But we fear just, of heights is irrational. But we decided... Happen, yeah. We decided that the reason that she did better on the 5.8 is because she was doing routes that were too easy for her. So she didn't have to concentrate on the actual sequence. She could actually take the time to look around and realize all the things that she's afraid of. But when she has to think about her next move and, like, analyze it, she can't concentrate on the things she's afraid of, so she just powers through. And isn't that, like, a metaphor for everyday life? You should get into relationships that are challenging. Then you won't notice that there's other issues (laughs) in the world. You'll be consumed by the relationship. Yeah. All the bad things will be okay because it's so challenging. Yeah. I forgot about the things that suck because yeah. I'm too focused on fixing everything in the my challenging part. Exactly. <laughs> I don't care about the problems of the world, my own issues. I only care about this relationship. That's how relationships are supposed to be, mm-hmm. right? Correct. I didn't say my inner tickle. What's yours? My inner tickle is that I got my boot off, so I actually did a lot of different exercises today, and I haven't nice. really been able to work out for two weeks. Was it a big step? <laughs> it sure was. Hard, Step in the right direction. Are there any other topics we need to cover? Um, I would like to talk about how, where the hell Luke is, right? Luke isn't always around. He is sometimes. He's not like Kramer. Well, I just wanted to call it out in the episode that like Luke's not here this time. Because he's here a lot. Yeah. One time I, like, did bring, like, a, a date over, a hinge date, to play games with Abby and Thatcher, but they were all downstairs, and we walked in, and I'm, like, like talking to them about, like, my house and, like, everything, and I'm, like, and then there's the Asian guy. That's, like, he's always here. Like, it's just, like, this, he was, like, playing the ukulele in the corner, and was, like, open the door, and he turned around, and I was, like, oh, don't worry about him. He's, like, he's always here. He's in the corner. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm sure Luke loves that. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Okay, well, I mean, that's a, a good a, an ending as any, just talking about the random people that no one else knows who's mm-hmm. tuning in. <laughs> Should we say something motivating? Okay. Yeah. Actually, I got a really quick thing to say. This is a really crazy thought, but the other day I went to the chiropractor, and okay. they, you know how, like, when you get a chiropractic adjustment, they say that your body goes back to how it should be when your spine was actually aligned? And they say you could live for years without your spine being how it should be. And then sometimes when people get alignments, they can sleep better. They become their true selves. 
Well, I had all these epiphanies when I was laying in bed. I was like, I can't sleep. It's because I've never been myself like for many years, and now I'm becoming myself. So I'm just awake, and my body doesn't know what to do. And then I started thinking, like, what if my personality's different? What if I've never been who I am because my spine's been out of line? And then I'm like, what if I'm gay? Like, what if I have always been gay? And the reason that I never knew is because my spine was out of line. And then I just thought about the controversy that people would say, like, chiropractor turns girl gay. <laughs> da, 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 da. Like, this is what I was thinking about. Like, through the, I went through the whole, like, news. I All actually the- just want to call something out that's actually a real thing about something that has to do with relationships. Birth control. Should we save this for the next episode? Because what are we getting? That's the cliffhanger. But <laughs> think about the chiropractor thing. And how it pertains to birth, birth control. control. <laughs> I'm just saying, maybe the spinal fluid is what inside of us may make us gay or straight. And getting your spine aligned might show you who you really are. Totally not hormones. <laughs> I, re- I, re- I really don't know a good way to, to close out this conversation. So let's sing the I goodbye song. I have a good song. way. Um, I just like to call out that people should look for their own ways to volunteer in their communities. <laughs> like I am searching for. So I'll keep you updated on what I decide to do. Um, and if you have any questions about Literacy Coalition, you can oh, we didn't contact me. You can contact me at, at Nasha N-E-Y-S-H-A, Bauer, B-A-U-E-R, on Instagram. Okay, it's closing out Bye. now. But listen, y'all. More on this chiropractor stuff in the next step, maybe. <laughs> and, and we have a very special guest <laughs> in the control. next episode. Bye. Bye. It's the do good, feel, sing with me now. Do good, feel good. It's the do, do good, feel good show. It sounded sad. bien y bien. Muy bueno.